Let's get into it then. All right. Awesome sauce. I ask that the gods and goddesses of our respective paths bless this circle so that we may be free and protected within this space. And if you have this one word, pagan or paganism. For the pagan community. Exactly. Right. The, the big umbrella. And that was fucking fantastic. Of the, the best podcast of ever. Hey! hey! We're, we're three pagans. Exactly. We're three pagans. And a cat. And may the works this day of be of the highest good for all present and those listening. So mote it be. The circle is cast. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Welcome to an impromptu episode, the 104th episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening tonight is courtesy of 19th century author Margaret Wolf Hungerford in that form. Thanks to Velocity Rose for our intro music. You can find more of their work at VelocityRose.com. You may call me Ode. You can call me Earth Vader and Ode. I am your father. <laughs> Mary Meet, my name is Gwyn Ode's mother. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess that makes me Amadala. <laughs> I guess that yeah, Padme, yeah. Oh, no, for Amadala. That's when she's bling. the queen, you know. You get to wear all the bling. I get to wear the bling and the, the fancy, right, yeah. fancy makeup. Yep, and the, the big dresses. The big dr- I like the big dresses. Yeah. So for everybody who's completely fucking confused about the Earth Vader thing, <laughs> after the podcast last week, I did some kind of like Darth Vader voice. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, we should, I think, actually, I think it was Mackenzie who, Boyer, who was like, Darth Vader, and, uh-huh. but it autocorrected to Earth. Yeah. And so yep, it was yep, Earth yep. Vader, Earth and Vader. it and just kind of like, stuck. <laughs> and so I actually changed, like, my Discord name to that. I changed my Zoom name to that. Thought it would be fun to start so, the so episode. So Car is way. now Earth Vader. Earth Vader. <laughs> uh, which Joe says, fuck you, Earth Vader almost made me choke on my beer. <laughs> Black Cat suggests Gwynadala. Oh, I like Gwynadala. And, and Saren says, now we have to get you dresses, so every time you head to your room at Convocation, you have one to change into. Ooh, yeah, because <laughs> Amadal always comes out in a new in outfit a new every outfit. Scene. Yeah. I love it. Yes, I am down with this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Perfect. So now we have to do... Yeah, we're going to be improv this episode. We had a plan, but it fell through. But so... that's okay. Yep. Uh, but first we have to read yes, Patrons. Start, start oh, with housekeeping, because this is... August 1st is when we're recording this. Yep. Jesus Christ, can you believe it is August? I know. How did the, where did July go? It, it just kind of, uh, disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. It's like I totally missed July. It disappeared into the COVID hole. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> like most months of these days. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's, it's kind of like the black hole of COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just sucks, <laughs> in sucks in everything. Sucks yeah. it all in. And sometimes spits out the weirdest the, the fucking stuff you shit. Did. The stuff you didn't want back. Yeah. Yes. You keep, yeah. Okay. So. All right. You all ready? Yes, but back. first, Sarah added that I can be Odiwan Kenobi. Ooh. So. <laughs> that works. So, so, that works. So we have Earth Vader, Gwynadala, and Odiwan Kenobi. Oh, you have got to make a picture. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to do some artwork on that one. Please, okay. I'm begging you. Okay. <laughs> so our patrons are, yes. we have 31 kittens. I'm not going to do that the whole time. No, I'll do that the whole time. But we love you, kittens. (laughs) Our cats are Amber Deathesis, which I'm sure I screwed up. I think it's Deathesis. Sure, that too. Beehive, Coven, Cabra, Chelsea Piccarelli, Cheryl, Christine Phillips, Christopher Dalby, Christy Claxon, Cindy Barrick, Dale Harvey, Lisa Durka, M. Talasavari, Gary Bearstorm, Jessica Ray Bell, J.T., Connie Briggs, Kai, Malks, Megan, Megan Succolo, Michelle Adnozino, Rebecca Hillman, Rhonda Graham, Socora, Tanya Allen, Tiffany, Vivian Armstrong, and Zacchaeus. We love you, cats. Yep. Our hunters are... Everybody, settle in. Settle in. Air, Anonymous, Amy Martin, Benjamin Walburn, Blondie, Brian Arbridge, Brittany, Bryn Johnson, Charles Allison, Delilah Darge, Darby Lockridge, David Dashvin Keys, Elfwort, Emily Hall, Emily Miller, Emily, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce your last name, but it starts with an S, Felicia Hudson, Finn Odinson, Henry Wodehouse, Hojin Ko, Yanni, Jax, Jessica Helmer, Jen, Jessica Glassbrook, Jessica Jones, Joe Frost, Juniper Shadowcat, Katie Goodmote, Kaylin Casey, Kimberly Lockerbie, Laura Loki, Mackenzie Boyer, Megan Kipper, Megan Stanton, Melissa Gerben, Melissa Varner, Melkor, Meredith Kenton, Misha Magdalene, Nadia Ratchford, Nick Shepard, Nor, 
Baldwin Crow, Al's Perch, Pablo B. Fordor, Ray Lothrop, Rochella Andashvid, Rana, Ryan Hopkins, Sarah Parkinson, Sarah LePage, Sarah Mims, Sarenth Odinson, Scubus, Selkie, Shannon Badnar, Sheila Bond, Silken Fern, Sky Hagen, Sky Sweetheart, Stephanie Edwards, Stephanie W., Steve Thompson, Squeaky, The Pirate Cove, Usha Ursa, Victoria Selness, Zunina Kokoro, Yukari Lunara, Zach Howard, Zachary Cornwall, and Zed Caster. Huh. Thanks to our many hajillions of hunters. We love you, hunters, and we were over here dancing. Doing a little dance doing in, a in, dance this, to the in time with the, the names, because <laughs> there's a rhythm to it, you know. That's right. Our leopards are Akaneko, Chris Colbury, Ellen Veals, Foxchild, Gemma Atkinson. We love you, leopards. Our tigers are Ardarin Summit, Kirsten Gill, Crystal of Apothecary Tees, Elaine Glansberg, Allura Driver, Jim Two Snakes, Nick's Falling Leaf, and Tree Wizard Creations. We love our tigers. Our panthers are Dakota Wilkett, Elizabeth Bull, QQ Ann. We love our panthers. <laughs> and our Jaguars. Jaguars. Our Amanda Hicks, Justin Stanage, Kelly Burt, and Kirsten Ray. And you know, we love you, Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And also thanks to Kirsten Zacharias. Who donated a mic to us eons ago. All those many moons ago. Many, yep. many moons ago. All right, that's it. That's it? Yep. That's So that's the full list of patrons. That's the full list as of the start of this month. And you know how much we value and appreciate each and every one of you. Yes. Because you're what's keeping us going. Yep. Yep. You really are. <laughs> and then stuff that comes up every mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Gwyn, Monday mornings at 8 a.m., does a meditation on Facebook Live. And then reposts it to the Gwyn of Three Pagans and a Cat on YouTube. 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 Yep. yep. And then Gwyn also does on Wednesdays a uh, book club with the book How to Be an Anti Racist. Ibram X. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is on hosted on Zoom, so those links are on Facebook and on the Discord. And then on Sundays at two PM we have a hangout. It's listed again on the Discord and in Facebook page and group. And those are open free-for-alls. They usually get a little bit wild. We had about 16 people on it last week. It was a lot of fun hanging out for two hours, just talking about absolutely nothing and everything all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's Very true. Very comprehensive chit-chat. This was going to be an Our Community episode, mm-hmm. but we did not manage to connect with our... our community member. Yes, with our community member, with that's our right. interview subject. So instead, we're just going to be freestyling this episode. That's right. We're just going to be waiting, and we're just going to talk about some shit. Our guest was going to be Phoenix LeFay. That's right. She has a book coming out August 8th. Yep. Yes. It's called Walking in Beauty, Using the Magic of Pentacle to Bring Harm to your life. Mm-hmm. So we will... We will uh, be reviewing that book. But hopefully, maybe someday we can, right. have, we can have her on at some point. Yep. Another time. and just, just didn't work out this just time. Just didn't work out this time. We don't have any plans other than to do that review at some point. So my news today is that I got, I got a new tarot deck. Nice. I got the True Black tarot deck. I know, which is dope. You ought to bring it in. I'll bring it in. I'll go get it. <laughs> okay. We can also, you know, we can also talk about what the subject was meant to be about, which sure. is beauty. And the idea of the book essentially is that, and I won't go too far into it because we're going to do a review, but the idea is to see beauty in the world and to remember beauty in the in the face of all the, the terrible. Terrible that sometimes tends to draw our focus away. It's potentially yep. timely. But we can also talk about the fact that we are recording on Lamas or Lunasad, whichever right. you choose to call right. it, or First Fruits, which is what I've been tending to or call Freyfest. it. Or Freyfest. Or Freyfest. We are going to be doing an episode adjacent to Lunasa coming this month. We're going to be doing our ritual yep. episode, and we're going to take you guys through the Lunasa ritual that we put together. If you want to know more about Phoenix LeFay, she is one of the authors at The Witches Next Door on Patheos Pagan. She is the partner of Guion Raven. Yes, who we did interview. Who we did, yep. And then she's also the owner and witch in charge. <laughs> and <laughs> um, witch in charge? Big witch in head witch of milk big and witch. honey. Yep. HWC, head witch in charge. Head, yeah. head witch yeah. in charge. She is the owner and proprietor of milk and honey. The website for that is milk-and-honey.com. So should we just do the review now? Yeah, sure. Let's just get that out of the way. Usually we do that later into the episode. Yeah, but why not? Okay. So it's time for reviews. 
basically what walking in beauty is, is using the pentacle and its five points as a magical framework, not only for to see beauty in yourself, but see beauty in the world. And that is taken from the kind of a, a paraphrase yeah. uh, from the press kit. Oh, and just so that you know, the, the five points of the, of the pentacle that she's talking about in this book are beauty, creativity, expression, devotion, and desire. And it is really takes the concept of the Vitruvian man and the iron pentacle and ideas that you are, in fact, the a pentacle. The, the human is the pentacle. The human right. is the pentacle. This book has all kinds of um, meditations and exercises and rituals that help you see beauty in various aspects of your life. And, in, and there's a lot, a lot in this book. My perception of the book. There was a lot in it that resonated with me because I've always had, even before I was a witch officially, I had the idea of, you know, look for the, the, the beauty or the small gifts in the world. I didn't really frame it as beauty, but I look, you know, look for the, the, the small gifts that are throughout the world and, and things like that. That's always been part of my philosophy. So a lot of what Phoenix wrote in this book really resonated with me. It started familiar to you. Yeah, it was familiar to me and I could, I could see myself using some of the exercises in the book. I like the idea that she uses on how to, to use the pentacle as a form of like raising power for for beauty or to connect to beauty that kind of thing there were some things that were problematic for me and i do want to say before i get into those she does have a disclaimer at the front of the book that none of this is meant to be a replacement for any kind of medical treatment or therapy therapy or anything like that because she does talk about shadow work and dealing with the inner self and and different things throughout this book she also gives some advice on uh using oils and herbs and things like that some of the problematic things that i found in the book were she she does incorporate the use of of a magic mirror that is empowered to see beauty or to you know not only in yourself but in others and in the world like you would look at a sunset through the mirror to energize the mirror with that beauty and then thus be able to look into it yourself and see beauty within yourself kind of my takeaway from it but i know that that can be difficult for people i know i've had issues with recognizing physical beauty in myself in you know as i was growing up and as an adult woman um although i feel i feel like she's going for more less of a physical thing and more of an esoteric kind of recognition but that's kind of how i felt like she was meaning more of an esoteric or or an emotional beauty not necessarily just a physical beauty so i think that can be problematic for people there were a couple other things that i had a problems with them the main one for me was she mentions doing a vision quest (laughs) oh boy yeah and i felt like that even though she she explained where vision quest came from i feel like she could have framed it in a different way yeah, it could have been a beauty walk. This, the, this was my exact thought. Yeah. She literally could have called it a beauty walk, and that would have been so much better. It would have been better than way. trying to... I think she framed it as a modern vision quest. Which not only appropriates vision quests from Native peoples, but frames it as if that's a thing they're not still doing yeah. in their existing modern religion. Right. So I feel like that was that was problematic for me when I read that. And she insists that she should be able to use the term smudge. Right. And that's another thing that, that is problematic for me. And because I feel like as we're writing new material for the pagan and witchcraft communities, and we know that there's an issue of appropriation mm-hmm. in the pagan and witchcraft communities, it behooves us to not find reasons to continue doing that. And so I feel like she could have said, okay, this is what a vision quest is traditionally. It's, it's, an, it's an indigenous practice and blah, blah, blah. What I am going to, to uh, tell you about, though, is something that I've created called a beauty walk. She shouldn't have brought up Vision Quest at all, because she explicitly says, here's what a Vision Quest is. We're not doing any of that. Okay. Like, nothing about... Then why bother calling it that? Exactly. Why bother calling it that? Why bother bringing in that, except to exoticize it, right? Yeah. Yeah. To make it it feel more authentic, when really all you're doing is stealing this term, and along the way, by appending modern to it, you're implying that these are, you know, these are the ancient traditions that aren't practiced anymore. We're updating it for the modern day. 
Mm-hmm. But that's not that's mm-hmm. not the reality. So I I would I definitely agree with you there, and it was problematic for me as I was reading it, and I was sitting here going, it really is a beauty walk. Just yeah. call it a beauty walk, and I do that myself already. I, I go out mm-hmm. and you know it's a form of meditation. Exactly, it's a walking meditation. It's a walking it's meditation. A, it's a, just a specific kind of walking yeah. meditation. And so I really I really feel like she had an opportunity to break from this use of appropriative material mm-hmm. and she she, she just missed, completely failed. she missed that mark that was that was problematic and she's got the semantical argument about why it's okay to use smudge I've as long seen as others do and that. it's not the semantical argument is petty and shallow yeah. right and it's missing the point yeah. of the argument that that first nations activists are making which is that these terms which were applied to native traditions by european observers have been stolen along with the misapplied native traditions. Right. It so, is just not appropriate for us to use that term. And and Phoenix is not the only one who's still using smudge. Right. I and and or using that justification. Mm-hmm. So for us what we have done is we we don't use the term smudging. We don't use smudge bundles. Mm-hmm. We we use smoking herbs or ritual herbs yep. or caning or caning whatever. We, there we, are a lot of other terms you can use. There are right. other terms that you can use. Even um Pat and Paul. Smoke cleansing. Smoke cleansing. Even Pat and Paul from Arts and Craft, they have witches' whisks. Which are European traditions. Which are a European tradition for cleansing using these small branches from a specific tree. Mm -hmm. There are other ways to do these things and to bring and to get your point across without using appropriative language. And I think... And quite honestly, what we do, what we call smudging today Mm -hmm. or what the Mm -hmm. magical community calls smudging today... Isn't actually yeah, smudging. No, it's not actually the Native so, American right, practice. Right, exactly. And, and, so, that's the po- and, and I think if you're gonna if you're gonna spend the ink to justify your use of the term, mm-hmm. you could spend that ink to explain a new term yes. that's more accurate. I find that there are things in this book that are useful that I could use. There are some things that I I wouldn't use. Yeah. Uh, because they wouldn't be Maybe meaningful to me. But I I really do feel like Phoenix missed an opportunity to elevate and create something new right. in the pagan and witchcraft community and bring us a, start bringing us away from this appropriate language. Mm-hmm. And so I. That really, that bums me out yeah. because she had the perfect opportunity. I read the book, skimmed the book. Red's probably a too strong of a term. <laughs> so I skimmed the book and I found exactly one thing that I could get out of it. Okay, what was that? As the great Ferris Bueller once said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. And I also could have gotten that from the John Hughes movie. So from, um, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, but literally, like I, in my opinion, it's not written for a wide audience. A wide audience. It's definitely very cis female oriented. And and I I think I do feel like it is an, an, a narrow margin of. I think this book was well-intended, but I think it missed multiple marks. Mm -hmm. There were efforts made to acknowledge the fact that not everyone is Mm able-bodied, but the majority of the practices in the book do require you to be able-bodied to perform them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there was like a sort of an acknowledgement in that she uses the term G-O-D-D, God, to try to imply sort of gender-inclusive group of gods, right? I would prefer if she would just use the term deity, which she does also use extensively through the book, so I'm not sure why she's using this. I get Especially it. I have a mentor did, that did a similar I thing. I've never And I've that. seen other people do it. It's I, I, I have no issue with but, it. It bothers me. And I can right. understand if you're going to use it for a deity who is gender neutral, like mm-hmm. you want a gender neutral god t- title for like Loki, because mm-hmm. you're going to use one pronoun or the other, but you want to still be clear in the text that that Loki, in in your experience, is gender neutral. Mm-hmm. I can understand that, but if you're going to just use it and and like then list three goddesses and a god who are like as far as they're presented in the text just cis, mm-hmm. then why are you bothering? Mm-hmm. Other than to I don't know, just have a neologism in there. Like it's fine. It just it's just a little pet peeve mm-hmm. that just sort of graded. On me through the whole book. So, like, she makes that sort of nod to the fact that, like, there are gender-neutral people Mm -hmm. in the world, but then, like, the whole section on beauty about, like, just look at yourself in the mirror until you can accept yourself as beautiful. That's not going to help anyone who has any kind of gender dysphoria Mm -hmm. or body dysmorphia 
or any of the, like, like a bulimic person who looks mm-hmm. in the mirror and literally can't see how mm-hmm. they actually look, that's not going to help them at all. In fact, that's going to make it worse. I know. It took me years to be able to look at myself in the mirror at all mm-hmm. and I accept under- the body that I have. I understand the intention behind the, the, the practice and the magic that she is advocating for. Again, I feel, I don't know that maybe she is going for a, a, a acceptance of physical beauty. I felt it was more like just an overall... There are enough references in these look in the mirror until you can find yourself beautiful stuff to mm-hmm. physical imperfections that she is talking about physical beauty. Okay, fair enough. So, so yeah, I, I, I do feel like for that reason and for some other reasons, it is, this book is not really for a wide audience. It's for a, a specific, probably mostly female identifying audience. Mostly white, mostly female identifying, mm-hmm. mostly already accepting their physical beauty, mostly mm-hmm. already conforming to standard norms. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a book for normal people who already are accepted by society to feel mm-hmm. more beautiful than they already feel, is mm-hmm. where I'm at. Like, I, I get that I understand the intention of this book, mm-hmm. but I think it fails on multiple levels. Okay, and the, that's fair. The other thing I noticed was that every time that they talked about a couple, yeah. it was male and female. Every time. And it, it was explicitly... It yeah. was explicitly told that way, mm-hmm. yeah. rather was... than just saying a couple, yeah. and one of them said, and the other one said. Yeah, it's always very, it's, right. it, it is always presented yeah. heterosexually. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and because, you know, we, on this podcast, we do stress. We're trying to hold we're higher standards. We're trying to hold right. yep. a higher standard in our lives, but also we're, we're asking leaders in the pagan and witchcraft communities to, to try to do that as well. Mm-hmm. To let's start moving toward a more gender neutral. And one that's. Make the effort. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and something that actually does have, like, there were, like, one or two, and I noticed them because they were, because they stood out, right? right. There were one or two moments in the book where she offered options for people who are not Mm able-bodied. But, like, let's make our rituals more accessible to people who aren't able-bodied, who can't run and jump and fall on the ground and, you know, whatever, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, I get it. I get it. So, like, as as I said when I started this review, there are things in this book that I think are valuable, that are useful and helpful. And I do think it is one of those books where you are going to pick and choose what works for you. And there is a disclaimer at the front. She does say you don't, you know, don't feel like you have to use everything. Use what works for you and discard the rest. I appreciate the disclaimer, but I feel like in context of the rest of the book, mm-hmm. it's shallow. Okay. It's not enough. I feel like there is an audience for this book. I don't know that it's a wide audience, but I would give it, if we're going to give it star reviews. Yep, yeah, we have to. Yep. Yep. We give everything else a star review. Yep. I would give it a 3.5 uh, because I do think that there are some really valuable things in there. There's an amazing honey cake recipe in there that I'm I will enjoying. I will give it this but some of the exercises aren't bad on their own <laughs> she's got and she does she has good exercises she's got rituals in there she's got journal prompts there's a lot in this book that can be used there is just the the reason I'm getting a giving it a 3.5 is there's some problematic language and some heteronormative cliche type things that you find in every other witchcraft book I yeah. guess and so it's not breaking any new ground. It's not breaking. It it's not breaking new ground, and I really wish it had because I think it could. It could have really broken new ground for a much wider audience. Right. If that had been the focus, I'm going to give it two stars, and that's probably generous on my end because literally the only thing I really got out of it that I could use was a John Hughes quote. Yeah, you didn't. None of the exercises. None of the exercise. Either. Yeah, nothing spoke to me at all in it. It was very female-centric. Just didn't feel like it was yep. for you. Yep. Uh, I give this book two and a half stars. That's because there are some exercises in here that I think taken out of the context that they're in could be refitted to be useful. Mm-hmm. She, does, she does also include a bibliography. She does include a recommended... It's a very... Minimal bibliography. It's, um, it's, it's okay. It's not right. to my standard, but that's <laughs> right, okay. You guys. She has a good bibliography for normal people like you and me. She also, uh, she also includes a recommended reading list. So as I said, I feel like there are some good things in this book to rec- to, to be recommended. Pick and choose what works for you and don't worry about the rest. Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna round up to be yeah. generous. So to a three. Yeah. Um, so. I actually did the math. It's 2.66. So we'll just round up to three. It comes out on August 8th. Mm-hmm. Yep. 1999. 1799. It's about 200 pages. 288. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a healthy size book, especially yeah. for the pagan community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's it for reviews.
news. Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe good that our guest wasn't here for this. <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> so that part of the episode is done, and uh-huh. that took uh, about twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> She's a great lady, so I, I think she's going to appreciate the fact that we gave an Hopefully honest review. Hopefully she'll take review. his criticisms on board. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's an honest review. And yeah. we, we always make no bones about it that mm-hmm. we offer an honest review. Yep. Doesn't matter if we like you as a person. And we do like her as a person. She's a great lady, and she's got other books that she's written. She writes great stuff on The, the Witches Next Door. This one just didn't make the mark for me. Yep. Yep. All right, so what else do we want to talk about? Well, let's do your cards, because we haven't really okay. gone through those. So new tarot cards. Yeah, so I got these True Black tarot cards after they someone mentioned them in in our Discord. I don't know. I And so, like, I looked them up, and they're extremely expensive, but I had pandemic money, so... <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I haven't bought a new deck in a bit. So to, I got to find a bit. A bit. It's been... Three months? Four months? Probably six months. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. it's been a bit. So I got myself a new deck. Uh, and it's really, really good. It's extremely beautiful. Uh, there are a few differences uh, between this deck and other decks. So the Wheel of Fortune has been renamed Destiny in this deck. And it actually has an extra card. So there are 79 cards in this deck instead of the traditional 78. Oh, interesting. And it had the 79th card is Anant, uh, and it stands for emptiness. Null. Huh. Yeah. So. Or the void. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's an interesting variation. I haven't, I just got it today, so I haven't had a chance to really dig dig into it. it. Um, But they're beautiful looking. They're extremely beautiful. I'll actually put a few out here and take another photo for the Discord. Yeah, because they're on a true black background, which is how they got the name, Mm -hmm. the colors really really pop pop on the cards. And it's a very limited color scheme. The The colors are used over and over and over again, depending on the cards. Yeah, so mostly uh, it's going to be grayscale with gold. A few of the cards have red, and a few of the cards have green. But mostly it's grayscale with just those handful of colors. And extremely, extremely pretty. And they're limited production. So the creator actually hand edges every card with black. So there's a limited number of them made every week and you just have to get there on Sunday in time to to order one before they're sold out. So like right now they're sold out. Yeah, because right. they're that gorgeous you exactly, guys. They'll, they'll restock on Sunday at midnight and you just get on there on Sunday at midnight and put your order in and hope that you're fast enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We'll have to make sure that picture goes up on the, yeah, I'll put it on on the, the website or something. Yeah. I'll put it on the episode. Yeah. But yeah, extremely, extremely beautiful deck. If you have the the money for a new deck, um, I recommend this one just from looking at it. Like I said, I haven't actually played with it yet, but... You they're... never know what can happen exactly on a Saturday evening in the three-pack house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went out to look at the walnut tree, and I checked the mail, and there they were. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Did we tell about the walnut tree? No, no. we didn't tell about the so, walnut tree. So here's here's an interesting story from our lives. <laughs> Gwen, two weeks ago, said, man, I'd really like to have a black walnut tree in our yard. And I was like... Because I grew up with having walnut mm-hmm. trees, right. a black walnut uh, tree. Around the house, yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, you know, trees are not ex- not cheap. And I don't really like black walnut trees because they drop black walnuts everywhere. everywhere yeah. And they stain and all that kind of stuff. And so I was like, well, all right, whatever. So then I went to a to a Pagans in Need meeting, and one of the people there, who's from Hearth and Grove Fellowship, was like, I'm not going to pot any more trees until people order them. And I was like, all right, well, this obviously was just after my conversation with Quinn, so <laughs> I was like, all right, fuck it's, it, destiny. Yeah, it's, um, you, it, the, the world is working. Yeah. Right. So I was like, uh, all right, so do you happen to have a black walnut tree? And she was like, yeah, actually, I do. And I said, like, all right, well, I'll, I'll take it. Right, yeah, so... <laughs> So, two weeks later, today, they brought the black walnut tree to uh, the Pagans in Need pantry, and mm-hmm. I packed it up and brought it home and planted it. Yep. The, the little sapling is planted. Yep. You'll see how it does. We have got... Because I get some heavy rain tonight, so yeah, we're gonna get Yeah, we're going to get some rain, but we also have, like, bunnies and... Yes. And <laughs> squirrels. squirrels. Lots of enthusiastic wildlife. Yeah. We have some very enthusiastic wildlife in making our yard. Hard, making the garden struggle. Oh, my God. It is making it so hard for me to have a productive garden. Well, not not everything. They'll, they decimated the lettuce. Yes. And they definitely go after the tomato plants. Yes. But the pepper plants are doing great. <laughs> right. The jalapenos are about... <laughs> 
four inches I, long oh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not and even I ready did, to pick. And I did get like regular red and purple yes, and peppers. green. A couple of those, a handful of those. Not very um, many though. All right. And the chives are going gangbusters. The chives are, my herbs are fantastic. Yep, yep. So, but uh, they're also in pots where they can't get yes. to them quite <laughs> up so on easily. The, up on the porch up where they the have porch. to brave human interference. That's right. Yeah, but, but the yeah. birds apparently love yes, that. Yes, I so. looked out on the porch earlier today and there were like 20 sparrows hanging out on the porch. But they're not just, just nesting they're not, among the plants. Yeah, yeah, but they're not bothering the no, plants not, at all. They're it, not eating them or anything. If, if anything, they're they're helping keep the pests down. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm cool with that. We have a, <laughs> we have a, a group of about six little bats, too, who fly around yes. at night and take care of all mm-hmm. the mosquitoes. So. Yes, I love our bat family. Yeah. They're, they're yep. important, an important part of our ecosystem. Yeah. Yep. So we've decided next year it's going to be raised beds yes. for, the, for the vegetable keep, garden. Just trying to yep. keep the bunnies out of it. Trying to keep the bunnies and the baby squirrels out There's of... There's plenty of stuff for them to eat in the yard. Oh, great. They don't have to so eat the much. garden. We right. also have, I think we have a muskrat that comes yeah, under do. the fence that, and nibbles Big on boy. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he, he mostly sticks to the clover, but I think occasionally, before I got the fence up, he would mm-hmm. come and, and try to get into the, to the garden. Autism says grow bags are easier than race beds. So oh. maybe look into that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. I will look into that because it was very exciting when I did get a few peppers. And, and as I would said, our chives are like, oh, yeah. Going gangbusters. Extremely and, long, extremely lush. Mm-hmm. So some of the things are, are doing well. But then there's some of these poor babies I'm that they, really they start to bud and mm-hmm. some little critter comes and just nibbles. Some little baby bunny comes along just and bites them right off. Bites them the right stem. off of there. Yeah. But I've been telling mom she needs to like leave them and let them stay where they are, even though they've been you know bitten. And as soon as they get any leaves, they come and eat them off again. Yeah, I know. But but <laughs> you've had several of them now, sort of come back. Yeah. So if you can just keep the rabbits off of them, but uh, nothing plants I... themselves are surviving. We're gonna try hair. Yes. yes. We're gonna yeah. try Apparently, human hair. Human hair. Might so, deter them. So yeah. both Carr and Ode are going to get yeah, haircuts, haircuts tonight. So. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to sprinkle it around the garden and hope for the fucking best. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my poor babies. They just, they're not giving, they're not being they're not given. Getting, they're not getting a chance. They're not being given a chance. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Literally the first green thing on any of those plants that go right after Right it. now I feel like all I'm doing is raising rabbit food. <laughs> <laughs> well, Saren says bunnies them. are bastards. Yeah. Yep. So... Oh, but yeah, that so is cute. what you're doing right now. Is you're you're I'm feeding you have the, like a rabbit cafeteria growing I do. out there. I have a rabbit cafeteria, and then our pear tree is doing really well. It's is a mess because the, the, squirrels, the squirrels, go squirrels go up and they they pick the pears off they and eat, like, either eat bites. them up there or Not they throw them to the ground mm-hmm. and climb down and get them and run up another tree and eat them. Yep. it's hilarious <laughs> to watch them too. But they've we, thrown pears at mom too. Yes, they yeah. have. I've been sitting under. Yeah, the Yeah, we got those little bastard red squirrels. Yes. Those things are. Yep. Fucking, and uh, they'll they'll throw they'll throw the pears at me, and I'm like I'm not moving. So just you know just get used to it. Get used to it. And the same thing with the black walnuts. Oh, I know. I absolutely know. Which is why I was surprised your dad got me a black <laughs> walnut tree. I was, it was just serendipity. It, it was just a remembrance, a, a fond remembrance. You said you wanted one. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> often you say you want something, I just get it. It's, That's it's, true. It's, it's kind of built into my nature. <laughs> And after almost 31 years, I don't know the fuck to stop. So. Terrence says, you are raising rabbits. You could raise them for something. Um, <sighs> I will not do that, but Sarenth, if you want to come out here and come, take care of it, feel free. You want to come catch a rabbit? Please, please live trap it and then take it somewhere just else. Just don't let me know. Just don't let me know. Yeah, not, not you, rabbit. <laughs> not our, not Gemma rabbit. No, not Gemma rabbit. <laughs> No, seriously, we had we had a squirrel. Uh, one of the baby squirrels got yes, in the house. Got in the house, and uh, he ma- we managed to. I th- our cat, well, our cat managed, managed to chase, cat him, chased out. him out. Chased him out the second time, but like our landlord wanted me to use poison on the. Yes, yeah. I couldn't do it. First of all, I, I was. We have a cat. To, we have a cat. But second, it was like, but baby squirrel. So I got a live trap in case they in case get, he gets back in. In case he gets back in, I got a live trap. But we had someone come and uh, who fixed the floor and is yeah, so fixed the where we're pretty sure he got in. Where we're so. sure he yeah. got in. So, but I'm just like, in no. what will soon be Jackson's room. Yes, yes, my brother is coming back in a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be back in, in a about month. a month. Yeah. You know, God's I think willing. He's gonna be here a little. 
just a little after my birthday. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. A month and a bit. So yeah. hopefully you guys will get to hear Jackson mm-hmm. sometime. Yeah. Jackson has said he would make a guest appearance. A guest appearance. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's actually why we've, if the sound quality is different, it's because we moved podcast studios again. Right. Yeah. We're back up in Car and Gwen's bedroom because the room that we were recording in is going to become Jackson's that's room. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's right. So now we're back in the bedroom yep. again. But, uh, and Teo, you're, you're, I'm sorry to be making you paranoid. I'm glad you got your zucchini up into a cage. <laughs> because yes, yes. They'll they, get it. They'll they go after get it. it. I hadn't even tried zucchini because we, you know, we were gifted so many peppers uh-huh. and yep. tomatoes. And yeah. I did have yeah. some corn that just finally, just finally just, it did not. Well, that was it, from seed. Yeah. Yeah. It was from seeds and it was going really, really well. And then I had to, to separate them because they were they going didn't, and they didn't, they didn't, the they didn't well. handle the transplant well. But then I also noticed that the, one of the, I think it was hedgehog. the hedgehog, I think he was digging holes around it. Ah. So he, he may have uh, caused some so anyway, enough gardening talk, I suppose. No, yeah. no, no. It's, I mean, it's good. It's beauty. We're beauty. talking about beauty. We are talking beauty about, in, in our yard. And we have a beautiful you, yard. We do have a beautiful yard. Yeah. It is, I mean, there, there was, it was a lot. It was worth it to move to this house for the yard. Absolutely. It's a pagan paradise in the middle of a city, you guys. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. We have a third of an acre. Yeah. Um, which is actually two lots mm-hmm. that are connected. The driveway be- up mm-hmm. the middle of them, and one has the house on it. One has the garage. And yeah. the other one has a two-and-a-half-stall garage on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But oh, all the yeah. rest of this land is just land. Just land and we, yeah. have, we have so much room. Now, we had to do a lot of cleaning because the people who were here before, yes. unfortunately, treated it very badly. But, uh, and we're not <laughs> going to go into detail. Yeah. That's, an, that's another story altogether. We're not going into detail. But they, they treated it very bad, and so there was trash everywhere. There yeah. was trash on every cubic inch yeah. of this of this land. Of this land. And I'm we're not still kidding. picking up trash. We are still picking up we'll trash. We've been picking up trash for years. That's right. But... It's, it's really, it just brings me a lot of joy because I swear, since the spring, mm-hmm. every time I go out in the yard, I find something, something new, new blooming, yeah. something new blooming. We've had to identify a whole bunch of plants. It's, it's just amazing. And yes, we have an amazing amount of wildlife. Yes. They can be annoying when you're trying to grow food, but, <laughs> but it's nice to have them there. But it's fun to watch them mm-hmm. and it's nice to have them there. And um, I'm learning. We see to, the occasional cardinal. We saw a hummingbird the other day. We saw a hummingbird. We've had blue jays. Mm-hmm. Just all kinds of really. We've had some amazing butterflies. Yep. And it's just it's really really beautiful. And I'm learning a lot of dragonflies in this area yes, too. So many dragonflies. Of, we yes. have a lot of flutterbys and fireflies. And fireflies and it's just great. And the nice thing for me is that I've never really worked with a lot of animal spirits. Yeah. I haven't really worked with butterflies or or dragonflies or birds that much. I've worked a little bit with birds and mm-hmm. butterflies, but not some of the other insects, bugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have a lot of them. Here. And we yes. have a lot. Yes. Um. Spiders, particularly. Spiders. Um, and I've never been a fan of spiders, but maybe I, I need to learn to work with spider. Well, you're not going to be able to get rid of them, so. Because well, they are actually slowly disappearing because we have a house centipede. Yeah. 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 And so the house the centipede spiders. just goes around and eats the spiders. Yeah. yeah. Which is why you should never kill a house centipede. The whole ecosystem. Yeah. Spiders yeah. eat the bugs, house centipede eats the spiders. Yep. Yep. But anyway, the, the point is living here has given me uh, a really beautiful opportunity to deepen my practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just with, with the plants that I, I work with, but yeah. with other forms of nature and wildlife. So it's been great. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. It's a, this is a really great like piece of land mm-hmm. yeah. that we're renting. It's just, it's, I don't know if someone put a lot of work into this yard once. Many yeah, years they ago. did because there's enough stuff growing. Yeah. That that's wouldn't... like, that isn't natural. That isn't yep. local. Yep. So mm-hmm. someone's put a lot of effort into this place once and it's sort of been left to figure itself out since mm-hmm. then. Yeah. It's like I said, I've never really seen beauty in spider webs mm-hmm. and spiders. I'm not a fan, but if you, you know, when I stop and see, some of these webs mm-hmm. in the yard because we have a lot out in the yard. Outside, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, with the dew drops on them, and it just they, there really is beauty there, and they they serve a purpose. Yeah. In the ecosystem, you know, an, an important function. An important function, and so even if I get the you know the, the, the crawlies and the heebie-jeebies, <laughs> they they still have a place. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, as a witch, that is that is something that is important to remember. That all of nature. Right, it's not just the pretty things. It's not just the pretty things. And, and it all has 
beauty in it. It all has a purpose, even if we can't see it immediately or understand it immediately. So I would just encourage you guys, wherever you're at, you know, go out onto your patio if you live in the city or go to a park or just walk down the street. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes and, and look around. You could be right in the middle of downtown New York. There's probably some little green thing struggling yeah. for a crack. But but there's also, you know, there there's spirit in everything. We've talked about oh, this yeah. before. And there's I think there's a book out called Urban Magic. A couple of books. Well, on Urban yeah, Magic, but there was yeah. one specifically that's yeah. just came out. Yeah. Um and she I believe I took her class at convocation and she was talking about the fact that even in the cement of the building and the carpet fibers, yep. you know, there there is spirit that we can connect to in nature spirit mm-hmm. that we can connect to and city spirit that we can connect to if we will open our eyes to see it yep. and our and our senses to feel it. And so, that book is actually called Urban Magic, A Guide for the City Witch by Diana Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and Diana will eventually be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've already had talks. Good, so. good. She, it was a great class. It was yep. very informative. I really enjoyed it. It was, and I haven't read her book yet. I do have it. it. I think it all goes back into this idea that Phoenix is trying to get across in her book, being aware of beauty and remembering beauty, especially when we're in a time when all we see are the difficulties, you know. And I think there's an important balance to strike there. Mm-hmm. You You can't focus on beauty to the exclusion of the difficult things. No, agreed, agreed. You have to have a balance. Yeah. What if the greatest tabletop hero you ever played turns out to be yourself? In Vector, Attack of the Metapirates, move beyond imagination as Captain Vector and his Metapirates do battle from game world to world, following players from setting to setting in an attempt to enter the real world. Will you help Captain Vector, like Ode, (laughs) in his Pinocchio quest to enter the real world, or stop him? like Gwyn, from becoming a living nightmare. <laughs> Only you can decide. Vector, Attack of Metapirates, can be purchased on drivethroughrpg.com on a pay-what-you-want basis. This really is the difference between Gwyn and me, is that Gwyn sees a metaphysical pirate, and she's like, no, stay where you are. And I'm like, um, join us! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Rabbit is over here going, lawful good versus chaotic evil. <laughs> uh, my, so, my friend Cal, who does Dragon Sworn Cosmetics, which we talked about a long, long time ago, yeah. got some new nail polish, and she now does soap. So I got mm-hmm. some new nail polish and some soap from her, and she sent me a little sample of the chaotic evil soap, because she ah. knows who I am as a person. <laughs> <laughs> You guys make fun, but I actually do a lot of chaotic good. I'm not always just straight up good. I'd I'd say you're probably a neutral good. You think neutral? You'll go either way. I will go either way. But I do think he's giving you the look. I do think you you tend more to work inside of systems, which is what lawful is. Lawful is working inside of systems. Chaotic is working outside of systems. Yes. No, you're lawful good. No. (laughs) No, you totally are. No. I reject. You know what? You can reject it all you want. (laughs) Neutral. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> My you, inner ninja disagrees you, with you. You are who you are. <laughs> that I, well, I, I choose to disagree. <laughs> Finn says something is missing tonight and I can't put my finger on it. Hmm. And Black Cat responds, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. I have, I have an uptime, but that doesn't count. No, that's caffeine. That's, not, that's caffeine. gonna, that's gonna have the opposite effect. <laughs> Fuck you, Jin. <laughs> and switched it to Finn. Yep. So, Jin was better. Jin and Finn, Jin. yeah. Jin was better. Jin was better. It's, it's pretty scary when those three words, I don't even have to say them anymore. The pride just handles They just know. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Is Lady accidental said, yeah. hexing a thing? Asking, Asking for, for a friend. friend. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. That's one of the reasons why the 13 goals of a witch is to, uh, you know, be able to mind your words and thoughts. thoughts, yeah. And accidental hexing is when, like, you dwell so much on how much you hate somebody that you end up poisoning them, like, metaphysically. Metaphysically, yeah. It is a thing. It is a thing. And that is why... I think we talked about it in our cursing episode. We did. We talked about it in our cursing episode. Lady Zed says, Baby Witch said, may have fucked up once or twice when she first started out. I think we common. all have. Yeah. That's that's common. That's very common. Frankly, I think a lot of non-witches do the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because people don't always realize the the power of the intention in your thoughts and in mm-hmm. your words, whether you are a witch or not. Yep. You know, if you put enough energy into something. Right. Which is why 
people like Phoenix saying, no, no, focus your energy on beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, it's not a bad principle. I, I yeah. just think you can swing too far in either direction. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. The problem is that the majority of people are pendulums. Yeah. And they swing from one, one extreme, extreme to, to the, the other, other yeah. yeah. when we really all just need to dangle. Yep. Just be right there in the middle. Like me with a pendulum where it just doesn't do Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. stay right there. It right. Quiver a little, you quiver a little bit, uh-huh, but that's yeah. it. Strive to be like, oh, when they are holding a pendulum. Yeah, just, just kind of quiver. Just 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 no you just, result. You just quiver. <laughs> This is what happens when we don't have a real. Uh-huh. <laughs> we just sort of ping pong between. <laughs> this is called the the riffing episode. Uh huh. Yep. Which I think you know it is what it is, and people are going to listen, going, "What the absolute fuck?" I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to do my best with this episode, but it's not going to be very coherent. No, that's okay. Bunny trails. Bunny trail. Kitten trails. Kitten trails. Kitten trails. Right. Right. Kitten trails now. Yeah. That's right. Kitten we've, trails. We've yeah. So Finn, that. we get the uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place thing with dealing with your male parent. Yeah. Um, I think that should my female parent find out the, we would have some issues probably for a while. Yeah. The, and then eventually it'll we'll happen. Get over your, your, your mother is both an unmovable object and an unstoppable force. That's yeah, true. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> so I think we'd run into like a, a real issue. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've just been waiting. I, I keep waiting for you to actually Yeah, tell, Crystal, I will. I, was jo- I will name Crystal, this episode Kitten out. Trails. Yes, Kitten Trails would be perfect. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. She's 74. I'm hoping like... <laughs> Oh, for Pete's sake. If I can keep it, you know, for long enough. Another 20 years? You do remember that my mom's 87, (laughs) right? Yeah, people in my family don't live to be that old. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Alice Perch says, I haven't told my parents anything about my path. I won't say anything. Yeah, it's this is the thing is it's, it has to be an individual choice. That's you true. can't pressure him to do that. No, I know that, yeah. and we actually talked about yeah, that like years ago in our in our first couple of episodes. Yeah, it's you just you're ready when you're ready, or you're yeah. not. Yeah, that's very true. Yep. Yeah, and you know a a lot of people just aren't ready for multiple reasons because yeah. either because of emotional backlash or. Physical backlash. Physical or legal backlash. Yeah, physical yeah. or legal um, backlash. It used to be really common for pagans who were outed to lose their kids. Yeah, or, or their jobs or their battles. home space. Yeah. All right, well, since happens. we're on this topic, what is your new Patheos oh, blog yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my new Patheos blog, it was inspired by that lady doctor from Houston, Dr. Oh, Stella Emanuel, yeah. who was talking about the demon sperm that infests a woman's private areas. Uterine cavity. Uterine cavity to deposit fibroid tumors and and causes all kinds of lady issues. Mm-hmm. And the say it's a a spirit husband who, you know, basically a succubus. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be an incubus? Or maybe it's an incubus. I think succubus is specifically a woman and an incubus. Right. Well there's one for each she talks about yeah. spirit husband and spirit wives. Or witches that do it in astral, mm. you know. Okay. Uh, but anyway, she's a doctor who is, you know, promoting the whole hydrochloro whatever. Hydroxychloroquine. Yes. Yeah. For as a as a COVID treatment, which no. There are studies ongoing. Some studies have found that it has no impact, and some studies have found that it might have minimal some impact. minimal impact right. if administered very early. But they're not recommending it. But no, it's not recommended. It's for not recommended. Use. And she also does it, she also says don't wear a mask. But anyway, the point is, she's also a Pentecostal minister who has said these things. She has preached these things. She is a deliverance minister, originally from Cameroon, and she was trained in medicine in Nigeria. And since the 80s, when Pentecostal missionaries went to Nigeria and were converting people to Christianity, Pentecostal Christianity, they adopted this, I can only say, a medieval belief in witchcraft in Nigeria to the point that their children and their women have been victimized. Their old women, all these people are being victimized because you can be accused of witchcraft because it is a punishable by death offense. Yeah. Basically, Christianity fucked up Nigeria. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. It that, really that would be, that's the summary. Because she's Velocity from, says colonizers brought their fears with them. Yeah, yes. That's pretty much yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. It. And so I wrote a post about the fact because people have been making fun of the demon spawn mm-hmm. thing, you know, and or the demon sperm. Right. And she believes alien DNA is is being used. She believes in a lot of conspiracy medical treatment. Yeah, 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 she follows the. Con- she people are making fun of it, and there's been a lot of memes about her. And I wanted to make sure that people understood. 
there is a basis for why she believes this way, and it comes from the fact that she was lived in Nigeria, and right. she she has those beliefs from a Pentecostal background. Oh, because yeah, people, yeah. you know, have experienced some things in the United States still, even though we are free. Right, we have religious freedoms. We have religious freedoms here. The interesting thing I have found out since that, that post went live, and I've got a lot, I've gotten a lot of comments on it, mm. there are a lot of people who are, who are concerned that things are going to turn, that there's, too, that we are too exposed now because of social media and the TikTok witches, which I also wrote about, books and the websites and, and the media, the YouTube, right, right. and people are afraid that because of the social climate, because of the overculture of Christianity with some real radical Christians around, they're afraid that we're going to start seeing pushback about being witches and that, like we used to 30 years ago. What I would tell those people is don't catastrophize. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. And that's essentially what my, my blog yeah, post like is don't, about. Don't, don't borrow trouble. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, and that is what my blog post is about. One, yes, what she's saying is funny, but two, realize where it is coming from. Yeah. And then be glad you are in a, a, a country mm-hmm. where we do have the freedom. And then... Continue to vote and keep an eye on legal process to ensure that we continue to have those freedoms. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but that's what that uh, that whole poster is about. Join our Tiger Allure driver for the music of Aqua Girl. Aqua Girl is an indie pop musician with a very chill, listenable synth tone, married to lyrics that are both by turns hopeful and honest. All of Aqua Girl's tracks have their charms, but Ode suggests "I Think I'm a Part of You," an encouraging piece about reconnecting with parts of yourself. You can find Aqua Girl at aqua-girl.bandcamp.com. Music. Yes. Oh, yes, and I've, I've recommended this song before, but it seemed appropriate for our topic today. Yes. Please. Yep. I was just thinking that. Mm-hmm. Like that's very appropriate. I have I have quite a few Aqua Girl tracks now to choose from. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, right. have, I have a selection. That's right. One of the things that we reviewed last week mm-hmm. was the wand that I got. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell about this. So um, speaking of beautiful things. Speaking of beautiful things. <laughs> so I don't. You know we. We talked about it. We posted a couple of pictures mm-hmm. to the Discord. Yep. And apparently Dakota got enough response from the Pride. Was inundated. Um, that there is now a website. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give that website out loud uh, on the a podcast. Shout out. Yep. So it's wandelemental.com. Mm-hmm. And Dakota has put up a couple of other pictures from other wands that All they have worked on. All of which are exquisite. Yep. Mm-hmm. Including uh, mine, which I took the pictures, so you get a couple of really good pictures of my feet. Yeah, so if you get a chance, go to wandelemental.com, check out Dakota's stuff. It's a little swamped right now. Yes. Because yeah. these are individually crafted magical objects. That's right. So everybody who has ordered a wand, yes. exercise your patience. <laughs> Restraint. You, you <laughs> yeah. Restraint in your patience, because Dakota, Dakota is... was not expecting this influx. No, and Dakota is an artist and puts his intention into what he creates. So give him the time. Mm -hmm. Auntie M says, they, the wands, were beautiful, but my inherited one won't let me have another. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. fair. We're going to start trying to do some more reviews. Yeah, we're going to try to do more reviews again because it's been a bit since we've been doing them on a regular basis. We've got a lot of books. Yeah. got a few products coming. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're going to take a look at. So. That's right. Yeah. So if you want something reviewed. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let, let us, know. us know. Whether it's yours or something that, that you really enjoy that you think uh, people in the Pride should hear about. Yeah. That's right. Because, you know, we love to support pagan crafters mm-hmm. and creators, artisans, artisans yeah. writers. Mm-hmm. So let us know. We, we want to support you. I don't know. <laughs> and, and, we've ripped for over an hour Yeah, now. which is pretty impressive considering we... Uh, we kitten trailed our uh-huh. way through beauty. Yeah. <laughs> through beauty, yeah. We made a beautiful kitten trail. <laughs> We bullshitted for an hour. Absolutely, we did. Oh, there. Um. So there was talk of glamours in this book, so we could talk about glamours. I guess oh, we could talk about glamours. 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 Right. Glamours. Glamours. Like gleaners only. But uh, Black Cat asked if we had a good lunasad. We didn't really. Do no, we didn't lunasad. do anything. No, we didn't do anything. We ha- our our downstairs is kind of. 
uh, torn up right yeah. now. We yeah. had to move everything out of the room where we podcasted where so that the floor, floor could be was. repaired. Right. <laughs> uh, and some carpet laid down and so that we can prepare it to become Jackson's room in a month. Mm-hmm. So we just have furniture kind of all over the house right now. The cat right. is fucking loving it. Oh, yeah, he's thrilled. <laughs> he's thrilled. He's having a great time. Just we, we, moved, we had to move his cat tower out into the middle of the room. So now he just sprints back and forth between the rooms and then sprints up to the top of his tower so he can oversee his entire domain at once. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have to find a way to keep it out in the main rooms, we think. And so then I did pin earlier today, so Pagan's yes. in need. So really... So, so that uh, car fed people. Yeah. yeah. It's an important lunacy. And then I got somebody baseball tickets and picked up a black oak. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, so yeah, we planted a tree. We planted yeah, our, our tree. Not black oak, black walnut. Black walnut. We planted a tree <laughs> and I made honey cakes and I did offer some water yeah. to the earth, so um, that is that is the extent. And then uh, Auntie M says it's been thunderstorming off and on all day. Yeah, we're supposed to have storms out here. Uh-huh. So anyway, we were going to talk about glamour. Crystal, yeah, Crystal, before that, says the Persephone tea is totally in the works. Oh, yay! Oh, awesome. Yes. I can't wait to try that. We're going to have to buy some. Mm-hmm. Use sure. our discount. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the three-pack three pack prize has a has discount. A discount. Yep. Yes. And we may um, not be Pride members, but we, you know, originated it. We facilitate it, so the, the Pride. We facilitate it. Does that make us leader of the pack? Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> 10% off with three packs yep. on apothecary teas. Yes, which we, which we do recommend, obviously. Yes, obviously. So, yeah, like Lady Bed says, if you guys want to dip into cosmetic slash makeup glamours, I would not be mad. We obviously didn't prep anything for this, but we can no. chit-chat about it. No. Nope. That's basically the only reason I wear makeup is is if I'm doing a glamour. It was the only reason why I wore makeup in the 80s. Yeah, back when you did. Yeah. I, I have created uh, magical waters to, to do glamour work to help my own self feel as I'm as I'm hitting my <laughs> your own I, glasses. I'm hitting my glasses because I talk with my hands. <laughs> um so I I've created magical waters for glamour work to to see myself in in a more positive light, but also to draw positivity into my life. Mm-hmm. So I have done that. When I talk about doing like cosmetic glamour, what I mean mm-hmm. is that like I'm using like normal conventional yeah. makeup. Although I do I like I prefer mineral makeup, mm-hmm. not because it's mineral, but because I prefer the way it applies to my face um, mm-hmm. rather than like a pressed or a packed like mm-hmm. eyeshadow. I wear cosmetics to present a specific mm-hmm. persona mm-hmm. to to create a specific response in the viewer I guess which is kind of a weird way to frame the people you talk to but I'm an artist so that's probably part of it yeah um, I'm making art with my yeah. face yeah um, to, and usually to create only a specific when... result. See, I, I, usually only when we do speaking engagements. Yeah. Uh, I did a little bit in high school too right. when I was mm-hmm. you know like if I was going out somewhere right but yeah. Yes, but yeah. it's gotten way more dramatic. It has, yes. Uh, I've, my my makeup has gotten has gotten very artsy. And Whereas, Black Cat said, "I started calling makeup war paint yeah. and wear it a little bit more often now." Yeah, yep. Whereas I will use a glamour. Usually, I'll have created some kind of, like I said, some kind of glamour water, usually with rose or jasmine or something of that nature. Although sometimes I use frankincense and coconut oil that I use every day. But I will use an, an incantation as I'm in a spell as I'm using this to, you know, if I want to project confidence, if, mm-hmm. you know, or if I want it honestly, if I want to project. Uh, I'm an acceptable person. You can talk to me. <laughs> you, know, you know, mom vibe. Mom vibe. Yeah, <laughs> any of those types of things. I have used glamours for that, it, for both internal work and for external perception. So, so for internal work, I actually don't use. I don't use makeup for that, but I do use nail polish for that. Yeah. So yeah. I talked about. I mentioned earlier Dragonsworn Cosmetics, which is where I get my nail polish uh, from a friend of mine. We started making fandom nail polishes, and the the different colors are based on characters from different, mostly characters from different media franchises, right? Right. And a lot of the early ones, especially, were from video games that we both played. So I was very familiar with the characters. So I would mm-hmm. get nail polishes from her and like as I was applying the nail polish I would think about sort of embodying in myself the spirit of that character Mm -hmm. like all the good traits of that character that I wanted to like have be part of me so like Mm -hmm. if I was going into this was when I was working at DSV uh, was when she started doing this Mm -hmm. and when I started doing it with her nail polishes so like I was going to work and I knew I was going to have to deal with my supervisor and it was going to be like a really stressful 
interaction. I would paint my nails with the hawk mm -hmm. color, which is a bright, bright red, so that I could get, like, the strength and energy and passion of hawk from Dragon Age, bring that energy with me into the meeting so that I would be, you know, strong and powerful and like hawk instead of like me, <laughs> and, and have a better interaction with my supervisor that way, because I had hawk energy. So that's something that I've done with nail polish. So, like, I actually... I guess I separate those. Like, makeup is yeah. for other people, nail polish is for me. Yeah, see, I do the glamour <laughs> before I put on any makeup, because I've makeup, I guess I've never really thought of it as an armor or a, you oh, know. Oh, I definitely do, a special, yeah. But I guess, you, to some extent, yes, I do. I yeah, because you don't like to leave the house without makeup on. Not as much. I, I mean, when I, I, was when younger, I was younger. When now, I, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but, but when I was younger, you would, like, like not want to go to the store that's unless true. you put your makeup on. And so that was because I wanted to present a certain mm -hmm. face to the world. Yep. But now, I'm. you're lucky if you catch me with makeup on these days. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Megara pointed out that makeup glamour sound real cool. It's too bad having stuff on my skin is bad sensory input for me. And there are a lot of people yeah, who experience that. Yeah, that's also fair. You know, who you can't, you know, you can't put on makeup or oils or creams feel weird, which is, you know, why I like to use, one, I like to use the, the waters, mm -hmm. so, cause you just washing your face with it. And then it. you dry and your then face immediately. You wash so it and then, you, and then you dry it, exactly. But you can even just do that with your hands, with the energy of your hands and you're focusing your intention on this glamour that makes and, sense. and you just sort of just put it on just put astrally. it on astrally on energetically on hmm. your face so there are ways to do glamour and there magic are... it doesn't have to be a physical product on your face true there are also some people in the chat talking about they use like clothing and shoes yes. as as glamour accessories and mm -hmm. things like that too. So you can also do that. Uh, if you have a special piece of jewelry, mm -hmm. you can imbue a glamour into that. Exactly. And as with all magic, it comes down to intention. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you yeah, want there are to... lots of there are lots of ways to to specialize this mm -hmm. so that it works for you. It's just not every you know people don't always recognize it as glamour magic. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. because people think of glamour magic, they it's go really right specific. to the craft. Yeah. And yep. they think of when the girl changes her face. And, it, you know, obviously, real... Lady Zed says perfumes work, too. Yeah, yeah, perfumes. So these are... But these are all forms of glamour magic. It is all about how you project your yourself to the world or, or what you bring what you right. bring into yeah. yourself how you perceive yourself yeah so i was just thinking about like so in the 80s i was in this rock band right you know i put on black nail polish and black eyeliner yep. mm -hmm. which was the vibe in the 80s yeah and, <laughs> and, you were in a rock band right right <laughs> and i had flock of seagulls hair so uh -huh. there's yep. that too but um, look it up if you don't know what flock of seagulls is yeah most of our listeners are like who the fuck <laughs> so i had you know that hair and that makeup and i always wore a trench coat yep Mm -hmm. uh, or a duster, actually, not a trench coat, a duster. And underneath of that, I always wore a parachute shirt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was made of parachute material, and it was probably three sizes too big for right. me. And, and it actually and... came from, like, a former girlfriend. So I, like, wore that, like, every time you I went out to I make an impression. <laughs> um, so every time I wanted to make an impression, I would do that. And then it would be... What weird earring can I wear? Mm -hmm. Right? So I used to have, like, the dangling feathers. Mm. Christmas ball one time. Oh, I wore many Christmas ornaments. Yeah. And <laughs> still do, to this day, put yeah. Christmas ornaments in my ears around yep. Christmas time. Now, but... here was a here was an armor kind of thing that I put on, I would wear when I was 18. Um, because I had lots of ear piercings. I was the first kid in my tiny little hayseed town school mm -hmm. to have triple piercings <laughs> on both ears. I wore rings on all my fingers. Uh -huh. Lots of jewelry, but I had black parachute pants with a black, long, black, skinny, studded belt that looped around my mm -hmm. waist in, in a couple of times. I would wear my Ghostbusters t-shirt that, and I wore my makeup. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, full face. I remember there was one guy I dated when I dressed like that and he asked me why I was looking, dressing like a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> and so Crystal, uh, Kiefer Sutherland stole that look from me. <laughs> uh, I, I had that look before the it Lost was Boys definitely, came out. It definitely was. It was very attractive, and it was definitely pre-Lost Boys. <laughs> I can, I can attest, can attest to that. Yes, I can. I can attest to that fact. The car look predated the Lost. The car Boys look predated the Lost Boys. I'm sorry, Earth Vader. Earth, Earth Vader. Vader. The Earth Vader look. Yep. 
I had never considered that as an armor or a mm-hmm. glamour of what I was trying to project myself in a way most people didn't perceive me. I was that nerdy, nobody pays attention to bookworm. Mm-hmm. Well, in college, you were known as that girl who sings. That girl who sings. <laughs> well, it was a Christian college. What do you want? Um, <laughs> but I was, I, and it was <laughs> those types of outfits were the ones that I wore for the two weeks that I smoked. <laughs> That was your smoking that outfit? That was my smoking, that was my smoking <laughs> adventure. The, the, the clothes lasted a lot longer than the smoking. Sarah, that's fucking hysterical. Please, please, please read it. I looked up the flock of seagulls haircut, but I ran. I ran too far away. I couldn't get away. Nice. Nice. Very nice. And Black Hat says, and now it's stuck in my head. Yep. 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 And I ran, I ran so far away. Now you got to go listen to the song. <laughs> oh my God! Couldn't get away. <laughs> Very nice. Thanks, now we are going to have to go listen to the song because that was a great band. Okay, so now we riffed for another another twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Go ahead and give us the last commercial. And uh... oh yeah, there is another commercial. Yep. Join our tiger Kelly on a visit to Twee Twee. <laughs> Please. Oh, please leave that in there. Oh, my God. Please leave that in there. Tweeting. Oh, my God. Hey, their stuff is cute, but it is not twee. Seriously, please leave that in there. Oh, my God. Please join our Tiger Kelly on a visit to Twee Wizard Quisitions. Where you will find custom engraved creations for all pants. They offer the unique gifts and tools for altar, home, practice, and family. Kelly is never going to forgive us. In addition to the standard product range, they offer custom commissions. If you can dream it, the wizard can create it. Contact them at TweeWizardCreations at gmail.com. Follow them on Facebook or go to TreeWizardCreations.com. All right, I'm done. Oh, my God, my God. That's Twee Wizard. That's W-Y-C-A-R-D. Twee Wizard Creations. Yeah, no, actually, Tree Wizard Creations, please. Don't visit them. That is the commercial this time. <laughs> oh my god. They got good stuff. Their shit is awesome. Go, go check it out. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, crying. Gwen's crying. I, <laughs> I had a hard time getting through oh, it. Lady Zed, Rochelle. Oh, you, uh, you, you held it together very well. Oh, crystal of a prophet query queen. Don't do this. That is out for the night. <laughs> oh my god, she did it. Yeah. <laughs> she did it. I'm just reading. I'm just reading. Oh, my gosh. All right. Oh, my God. And, yeah, Alice Birch, you did fucking commit to that. (laughs) Uh, Good night, Crystal. (laughs) Oh, my God. See what happens when we go on Kitten Trail and make it official. Holy shit. Wow. All right. Oh, my God. We're going to wrap up. I, yeah. I, think that I don't has, think we can top that. I don't think we can top that, no. If you want to find out more about us, you probably don't at this point, but if you did, <laughs> if you wanted to know more about the fucking shit that we are, uh, you can Google us. <laughs> Google, Google us. Google. Uh, the number three, Pagans and a Cat. So that's the number three, Pagans and a Cat. And a bunch of shit will show up on Google about us. Oh, my God. All right, Sarah, so that's Sarah, it. Sarah, it's Sarah, getting Sarah worse. says get you an Uruun reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're stopping oh, this now. Oh, no. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>